Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello and welcome to Through the Noise, where we talk about the developments over the past week, what to look out for in the coming week and what it means for our investment views. I'm Steve Bryce and I have today with me uh, Fukien Yap, who's a senior member of our equity strategy team. Today, we will talk about the outlook for the U.S. earnings season, which kicks off this week, what this means for the U.S. equity market, whether the, uh, uh, we think the upturn in Hong Kong China stocks is a sign of better things to come, and finally, the implications of higher U.S. interest rates for our bond preferences. Just to provide, provide a little bit of context, global equities have been pretty volatile this week, but are marginally up versus a week ago. Uh, with uh, EM equities outperforming, likely helped by a slightly weaker dollar and strong commodity prices, while tech has underperformed. Bonds have had a much calmer week relative to the first week of the year, with most areas of the bond market delivering positive returns, although Asia-US dollar bonds have lagged. So, Fukien, let's let's start with the US earnings season. Uh, What are your expectations here? I, I know you like tech, so it'd be good to understand how earnings feed into this view. Yeah, thanks, Steve. So the major U.S. banks uh, kick off the Q4 earnings season uh, when they start reporting on the 14th of January. And uh, Q4 2021 earnings are expected to grow by 22% year on year. So this is continuing a very strong rebound from the pandemic recession. And earnings growth is expected to be highest for the cyclical sectors, uh, namely your energy, materials and industrials, as your recovery uh, continues from the prior year. Uh, earnings growth is expected to be lowest for utilities, financials, and staples. Uh, utilities and staples are your low-growth defensive sectors, we know. And financials, they have low growth uh, because they have been seeing earnings boosted by the release of loan loss provisions. Uh, but these are one-off and slowly falling away. So as this benefit fades, uh, they will see lower earnings growth. Uh, in any case, uh, it's important to note that all sectors are expected to show positive growth. So this is continuing the broad U.S. recovery. Now, investors will watch out for guidance for 2022 earnings. Uh, consensus expects uh, 8.6% growth this year, a much more normalized rate uh, compared to the near 50% growth in 2021. And again, for this year, 2022, uh, the more cyclical sectors are expected to lead in growth Uh, namely industrials, energy, and consumer discretionary. And also for this year, all sectors are expected to show positive growth apart from financials as they lose the one-off benefits I mentioned. So we expect earnings growth to continue to drive U.S. equities higher. U.S. equities is a preferred market for us on a 6-12 to month view and earnings will help it. And as you mentioned, Steve, within the U.S., we like the technology sector Noted, there are short-term valuation concerns here if the yields are picking up, but we do see earnings growth in the tech sector as structural and it's going to be robust, and we expect that this will ultimately drive the tech sector to outperform on a 6-12 to month view. Okay, so um, I think let's move a little bit closer to home. So one area that certainly lagged last year um, was um, Hong Kong and China equities. Um, we've seen a, a pretty good performance. I mean, we saw a sell-off uh, on Thursday, but uh, despite that, we're up around 5% for China equities over the past week. So do you think this is a, a sign of things to come? Yeah, so, well, we think the sharp rise in U.S. inflation and fears of the Fed tightening caused weakness in U.S. equities at the start of the year. Uh, 
And this has pushed some investors into China equities, also causing some short covering in China. And this has helped China to perform strongly so far this year, as you said. And the policy backdrop also looks more supportive. Now, the NDRC, which is a Chinese policymaking body, they emphasize the priority on economic stability. And they also signal significant scope for stimulus. So this has boosted investor confidence towards China equities. Now, in particular, some of China's internet companies are in the consumer discretionary sector. They've been the strongest performers. And now we do see consumption of some of the internet companies. They are still of strategic importance as the government wants to rebalance growth uh, towards more domestic consumption. This is one of the central pillars uh, for China's common prosperity, which is one of our preferred themes in the long run. So regulatory reforms for the internet companies are ongoing, but we see the regulatory intensity as moderating, which is supportive. And so far this year, this has led to a favorable price action. Uh, Technically, MSCI China has rebounded from strong support level in the monthly charts. And the Hang Seng Index is holding the long-term uptrend line from the global financial crisis, just looking at a 200-month moving average. And on top of this, there's a favorable uh, January effect that's uh, commonly seen for Hong Kong and China, and that's leading to short-term support uh, for China equities. A longer term, on the 6-12 to 12 month view, uh, we prefer the consumer discretionary sector in China. Uh, this includes the autos industry. And we like the industrial sector in China as well, uh, which is aligned to government policies. Okay, well, I, I guess we'll, let's come back to where you started answering that question. You know, we've obviously seen inflation data out um, this week, um, over 7% inflation, the highest, I think, since the early 1980s. Um, so very fo- people are very focused on the higher interest rates, the higher bond yields and balance sheet reduction in the U.S., um, can you give us a sense of your thoughts as to the implications of this for our preferred bond assets, asset classes? Yeah, so the Fed has talked about running off its balance sheet uh, relatively soon after a rate hike. So we looked at the past, uh, what happened in history. And the quantitative tightening, or let's call it QT, uh, which is a shrinking of the central bank's balance sheet, well, it actually happened only once in the last decade, uh, starting in October 2017. So it started, this QT started about one year after the first rate hike. And by then, uh, the Fed had already done three rate hikes. So it started in October 2017 and ended in August 2019 uh, due to adverse conditions. And during this time, uh, the Fed hiked the rates five times from 1.25% to 2.5%. And during this time, the developed market investment-grade bonds or your DMIG bonds, they saw their yield premium widen by nearly 60 basis points and peaking in early 2019. So based on this experience, uh, the yield premium for your DMIG corporate bonds could widen and result in negative returns. But it's also important to point out there's a few differences with this QT and the last one. Now, firstly, the Fed balance sheet has grown much larger uh, compared to 2017, so it would take the Fed a long time to unwind. And secondly, uh, we expect above-trend economic growth for the next 6 to 12 months. And this would typically be supportive of high-yield credits. So we, pref- uh, we do prefer uh, sticking to our preference for uh, DM, developed market, high-yield bonds, 
as ultimately, ultimately we expect the above trend growth and the low default rate to support them. Thanks, Fukian. Um, great chatting to you today. And, and thank you all for listening in. I look forward to us connecting again next week. If you're hungry for more information through the coming week, please listen out for Manpreet's daily Cut to the Chase series. Uh, meanwhile, please look out for us on LinkedIn via our SC Wealth Insights page, where we share our thoughts and publications on a daily basis. As always, feel free to subscribe, rate and like our podcast series. Take care, and we wish you a healthy and prosperous 2022. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.